Good morning, or whatever time of day you're listening to this. It's me, Sam. This is my podcast that you're listening to, and I really appreciate it. I got 26 minutes on the clock, so I'm going to give myself a little grace here, but we're going to keep it concise, keep it tight in this time period. Let me turn this map down because I know it's about to be loud. Hold on a second. Yep. Okay. Let me turn this phone off because I know it also is about to be loud. Yep. Okay. Here we go. Look at me. I'm prepared. After I started. That's okay. <clears throat> I, uh, I'm i driving a rental car right now. You want to know why? Because I had an accident. I had a car accident. I had two insurance claims within four months after not having one at all for like 12 years. How sad is that? And why do those people have a sign up for a yard sale on a Tuesday? What are we doing? Why do I want to turn around and stop? Hold on. How much time? I've got five extra minutes. Uh, I really want to go. Should I go? Better not. Should I go? Kind of want to. I don't know. A Tuesday yard sale? That feels like a flea market. Makes me nervous. Feels like a I'll drive up there and there'll be somebody ready to sell me to sex trafficking or something to people, to men who like fat girls. I'm nervous. There's this place down the road from where I live that um, has the shadiest advertising, like spray painted sign for, it says like, 60s memorabilia, antiques, uh, treasures, like <laughs> really, really shady. And I'm like... They might as well just add on to that list. Like, get murdered. <laughs> get kidnapped and chained in a basement for the rest of your life. Yeah, like, who's stopping at that place? Not me. Scary. Anyway, I'm driving a rental car because I, uh, yeah, I had a car accident. I'm fine. Thanks for asking. Actually, um, here's what happened. There was like a a chain reaction. Everybody slammed their brakes. I don't really know what was going on at the front of the line. And everybody up until me almost hit the person in front of them. And I, uh, I did, I did hit the person in front of me. So it was really like, everyone was really close. Thankfully I was far enough back that I was able to swerve quite a bit off to the right. And just like, instead of hitting head on just caught the corner of my um, panel on my driver's side but the guy jumped out and he was like I know I stopped short I don't know what's going on I'm so sorry and I was like dude like I hit you but thank you for apologizing I really appreciate it Um, the coolest part was that I love it when people are chill about stuff like this instead of being uptight like He knew that he wasn't going to file an insurance claim because he had, like, his car was kind of a junker. And really, my car took the brunt of it. You could hardly even see anything on his car. And he was like, yeah, I just paid 900 bucks cash for this. Like, I'm not really worried about it. And the thing that's kind of a bummer for him is that he probably could have gotten a couple thousand dollars out of it from my insurance. But I didn't want to, I didn't, I'm not in the business of correcting people. That's, you know what, you do what you need to do. 
And he also said he was in a hurry and didn't particularly care to call the police out. And I was like, and I'm fine with that too, because if you know anything, you know that the circumstances are irrelevant when you rear in somebody, you're getting a ticket for a, uh, what do they call it? Unsafe distance, driving distance, something like that. And I was like, yeah, no problem. Yeah, I'm cool with the police not coming either. See you later. Because I, I did not want to have a a uh, ticket on top of everything else. So, I managed to skirt out of that mess. But, um, yeah, so I finally took my car in yesterday to get repaired. And now I'm driving this rental car. And it's the same as my car so who cares I wanted them to give me like a Mustang or something just a little just something a little bit fun why don't they do that like I just had a car accident can you not cheer me up and let me drive a I don't even like Mustangs but can you not cheer me up and let me drive something fun for a couple of days come on Enterprise we'll pick you up by the way they will pick you up and they will be late so <laughs> count on that <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah, I didn't plan on taking my car in yesterday because I have a ton of work this week and so I'm not in a huge hurry. Essentially, I have my van, so I'm just like, whenever I can get to it, I'll get to it. However, my whole entire computer system for my work was down the majority of the day and so I could not work even though I needed to. And so it was like, you know what, let me just deal with this car situation now while I have the time and don't have kids to wrestle back and forth. So that's what I did. Supposedly it's going to be ready on Wednesday. We'll see. You know what they do? It's so crazy because they know it's an insurance claim. It'll be like 20000 Like it'll be a, the repair will be more than what the car is worth. They will find and repair every little scratch on that car. I'm not mad at them for it. Like I'm not paying for it. I will be paying for it when my premiums shoot through the roof, I'm sure. Um... I have full coverage on two vehicles. Just, just, just wager on how much my premiums are. They're not bad, but they're about to be bad. My mom even, my mom, Deb, is my insurance agent, of course. And she said, they're probably going to cancel you. That made me so mad. It made me so mad. Here, I've been paying my car insurance premiums never late never less than what I owe. I've never been canceled. I've never not paid. I've paid them faithfully for years. And because I have two claims, now you're going to cancel me. I'll cancel you. Look, you're going to, I'll cancel you before you cancel me. Give me a break. I hate that crap, but that's the way it goes. They want your money, but they don't want to help you out. And if they do have to help you out too much, then they'll just, uh, they'll just cancel you. So yeah, right now I'm in the in the throes of um, getting my car repaired. I also have on the hook a contractor, or um, I don't know what you call him, a guy who is getting ready to replace my roof. That's a $20,000 job. No big deal. Thankfully, we had a windstorm here in Ohio because, well, I don't know what everybody else had going on, but my house is basically in a, in a uh, polar vortex 24-7, 365. <laughs> not a polar vortex just a vortex it stays tornado strength winds nine days out of ten I mean just I can't keep a flag I've talked about this my flag stays shredded 
my shingles are constantly blowing off my roof. All my toys and everything are just blown all over my yard. I got trash blown everywhere constantly. It's like living in the in the uh, what I imagine living in in the plains of Kansas is like, except it's Ohio. So it's confusing, but that's just what it is. The winds blow at a steady 50 to 60 miles an hour all day every day. <laughs> the the kite flying is is can't be can't be found anywhere better. I mean, we flew kites Friday night, and I'm telling you what, it was amazing. We had them we had them really really high and and flying good but we had a, a extra windstorm a couple months ago and I was like huh I saw some shingles out on my yard and I said I wonder if I can get an insurance claim out of this turns out I can so just a pro tip if you need some repairs done on your house you might utilize old mother nature when you can obviously between you and me, the damage had been happening long before that windstorm, and obviously the roof needed to be repaired regardless of the windstorm, but once again, I've been paying uh, home insurance premiums for a lot of years. This is the first claim that I've ever had. Thank you very much, and so I made it a doozy. <laughs> so yeah, I'm getting my roof repaired. I'm getting my roof replaced. I'm getting all of my... Uh, what do you call them? Shutters. Right now my shutters are green and I'm getting them all repainted black. While I have those off, I'm also going to get my house power washed. Listen, I'm about to be an adult. I'm about to have it pulled together. My house is going to look less and less like a foreclosure as time goes on because right now it's struggle bus. Yeah, I'm going to have my house power washed because it gets all mossy and kind of green looking on the one side especially. And then I also am, uh, what else are we doing? What else big, big things are we doing? Oh, yes, I have to have a new furnace because my current one is apparently no good. I'm not apparently nothing. It doesn't heat my upstairs, period. So I have to have a new furnace put in. Um, the one I have bless its heart. Thank you, Jesus. Survived the winter. I'm so thankful. And, uh, I don't know why I said survive the winter like it's over. It was still 37 degrees this morning. I hate Ohio so much. Listen to this. 37 degrees this morning. A high of 73. What? <laughs> what? Yesterday, it was 45 degrees in the morning with a high of only 53. It was freezing. It was freezing all day long. I, and that was coming off of the weekend where it was in the mid-70s all weekend. We can't catch a break here. I don't know if it's ever not going to be winter time. My heat is still on. I've yet to be able to turn my heat off for more than like a day or two. There was one day last week where it pushed 80. I finally did turn my heat off during the day. But then I still had to turn it on at night because you know it was cold. I don't know. Somebody yesterday said, we got to stop. We got to stop using plastic straws. We got to stop using plastic water bottles. Something ain't right. Something ain't right with this weather, global warming, whatever it is. We got to figure something out because it's, it's a mess. I mean, we're pushing May. It's the middle of April right now, and it's still in the 30s. What? I want to put my garden in. I'm just kidding. I'm not doing a garden. I want to. I want to. Hold on. Here's what consistently happens for me year after year with a garden. I'm going to lay it out for you. I get real ambitious 
and I want to do a garden. And so I spend a lot of money on seeds or plants or whatever you want to talk about. All of it. And then I go out there and I plant the garden and I'm real... I'm real pumped about having a garden. Then about a month into it, I realized that part of gardening is weeding. And your girl don't really have time for all that. So, (laughs) essentially what happens is that all of my plants end up being choked out by weeds. And I lose all that money. Last year, I planted like... I want to say like six tomato plants just in a flower bed around my house. And they did good. I got a lot of really nice looking tomatoes. Here's the problem though. Of course I was eating low carb at the time. So I had all these tomatoes and I couldn't eat them. And that was stupid. It's it's that kind of stuff with dieting and food restrictions that makes me really, really annoyed. Like when I think back on situations like that, I'm like, are you kidding me? I had farm fresh from the garden to the table yellow which is my favorite tomatoes like you know when they're warm and you put a little salt on them they're so good and I wouldn't eat them because I was eating low carb and now here I sit today just as fat as I was last summer except the only difference is I didn't get to have any good tomatoes uh I'm not doing it anymore I'm I will not look back and have regrets about missing out on stuff like that. Nope. Not doing it. Not going to do it. So, I don't know. That was a, that was an okay plan. Um, I need to get cages. You know how tomato plants get real big and then they fall down and they rot. Blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> if I'm going to do that again, I got to get cages for them to hold them up. Which is, is annoying because these tomato cages are, are like $800 a piece. I don't know why they're so damn expensive. <laughs> but I got to get some tomato cages. And, uh, yeah, that's what I'm doing. That's the garden situation. Um, I use, this is the same situation that I run into with flowers. I always spend a lot of money on flowers. I plant them, and a couple of things happen. Situation number one, my goats eat everything. They get out of their pens, and then they eat all my flowers. That's already happened. I've got a lot of tulips planted on my property do you think any of them are growing or blooming right now no because they've been either uh ate by a goat or tore up by chickens because i've got goats and chickens that refuse to stay in their pens and so they just destroy my yard hate them so much (laughs) i don't hate them i just wish they'd stay in their dumb pens gosh um and then that's that's scenario number one they get ate up by animals Scenario number two is, uh, at about the end of July, usually into August, we go into, uh, what I like to call Sahara mode in Ohio, uh, Hades mode, where it's going to consistently run about 100 degrees for about solid six weeks, and when that happens, everything, there's no amount of water that you can put on plants that doesn't cause them to just completely dry up and be brittle and, and turn to dust. So, that's usually how it goes. They look real pretty for about a couple weeks, and then they usually get um, eaten up by an animal, or they get fried in the sun when it gets hot. So, I don't know. I like them. 
I like doing plants. I like having flowers, but gosh, I'm tired of spending the money on crap that just gets tore up. What y'all do? Y'all do landscaping? Help me, please. Okay, I'm going to get into it. I got 15 minutes. I'm going to get into it. I saw a, um, I don't know if it was a pod. I'm all allergied up right now. I'm sorry. I'm choking. I saw, a, uh, I think it was a blog actually where this woman took on every time that she wrote <clears throat> a post, she took on, um, and basically just exposed herself to unpopular opinions that she had opinions that maybe were against the norm opinions that, um, you know, maybe were different than what other people had. And so I thought, you know what, I'm going to take that on because I probably have uh, more unpopular opinions than most people. I don't know. I'm not trying to make that. Make, I hate when people talk like that. And I don't want to be that person like inflated sense of self. No, I'm like, not, I'm not nothing. But so here's my first um, unpopular opinion. And I'm going to, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to say it, but I'm going to give a, um, I'm going to give a little backstory here. Um, unpopular opinion. I think that the schools, our school systems, should allow children to experience freedom of religion. And I say they should, but I'm almost positive that they have to. And now here's what I'm saying. I And let me clarify this. I think that the schools, I believe that the schools should allow children to experience freedom of religion consistently consistently because here's the thing last week okay we've got easter service coming up you know it's what a day is it today tuesday easter's on sunday we've got easter service coming up and um my daughter my seven-year-old clara is uh, she's basically a little baby evangelist she wants people to know about Jesus, and she also wants her friends to be around her 24-7. So, what better way to meet those two goals than to invite everyone in her class to come to the Easter service at our church? I mean, that's just a win-win in her mind. <laughs> and she's not afraid. She doesn't care. She doesn't have any, uh, like, reservations. She doesn't doesn't have any fear about inviting people to church. She wants to do it and she wants people to, to know and to be there with her. And, and so she, we have, our church has these little cards. They're very, um, like, I want to say like three by three inches. Like that's even maybe big, like maybe even two by two. They're very small front and back have the information about the church service on them. The only thing specifically that these cards say, cause I looked about anything Jesus, God, anything is that in, in the middle of the card on one side it says he is risen. That's it. There's nothing that says you need to accept Jesus as your savior. You're a sinner. There's no Bible beating like aggressiveness. He is risen is all that it says. So she wanted to take a full stack of these cards to school to hand them out. And I said, absolutely. Why not? I don't, I didn't see any, any problem. I didn't see anything that would be an issue with it. This is not, obviously not a school sponsored event. She's not advertising it in that way. This is a personal 
event that she is a part of that she would like to invite her friends to. She was told that she could not pass the cards out because it was a religious event and it was the, the cards were religious. Here's the thing though, <clears throat> and she lost it. She fell out, she cried, she argued with the teacher. It turned into a whole ordeal. I, 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 I'm, I'm too old to, to really like fight big battles like that right now. Um, and I don't really have the time for it. And I, and I, part of me realizes that I could push the issue, but I think you have to balance out. If I push this issue, am I going to damage relationships with people that I now, that I have good relationships with? If I push this issue with her teacher, who I have a really good relationship with right now, am I going to damage that relationship to the point that it's going to be confusing to her that I'm even a Christian? You know what I mean? Like, if I get angry, if I make a big stink about it, if I go to the principal, then how can I, like, I've got to, I've got to balance those, the relationships with taking on a soapbox, taking on a cause. So essentially I emailed back and forth with her a couple of times. I asked her, you know, specifically what was the reason for why she was told that she could not hand them out. And when, which is what I just said, she was told because it was a religious event that she could not hand them out. I didn't, what I said to her was I wanted to explain to her, you know, in the same words that the teacher used so we could present kind of a united front. I think that's important. And, um, and essentially I didn't know what to say to Clara because I want her to be bold and I want her to, uh, to be confident. I don't want her to have this feeling that a lot of adults have of, I'm afraid to talk about my faith. I'm afraid to talk about my, my involvement with church. I'm afraid to talk about my, um, my salvation and my God and, and my relationship with God. She doesn't have any of that. She's like pure and, and, and has a lot of confidence right now. And I want her to keep that. And so I tried to explain to her, but it was a really difficult thing to explain because it's so contradictory to a lot of the other things that our schools do. Her school, her class is celebrating Easter. They're having an Easter celebration in her class. Wait a minute. Last time I checked, Easter is a religious holiday. So how can you have an Easter celebration, but yet ban a child from inviting her friends, her classmates to an Easter celebration? I'm confused. <laughs> the kids get a break for Christmas, which is a Christian holiday. I understand they want to call it winter break. They want to say happy holiday, whatever it is. But you know what? Do you, you see what I'm saying? It, it has to be all or nothing. Either we eliminate all religion 100% from the school systems, and, and that's what it is. We don't pray for students when they're sick. The school doesn't post on their, their school-sponsored Facebook page to pray for the family of a, a child who tragically took his life. No, no. That has to go. All of that has to go 100% or it doesn't. And everything has to be allowed. 
It cannot be this confusing dynamic of some things are allowed and some things are not. My seven-year-old can't deal with it. I can't deal with it. I don't know what to say to her. I don't know how to help her to understand a world in which it's okay to believe and to do certain things when it comes to her faith, but it's not okay to do other things. And it's not, and it's restricted on which environment. Like, for example, she was allowed to go to another classroom and hand her little best friend an invitation. That's a student in the school. But she was not allowed to hand the invitations out to the other students in her class. That is so confusing. It's confusing for me. And I'm an adult. Can you imagine at seven years old, like how I understand why she wanted to argue with the teacher. I don't condone that. It's disrespectful. She got in trouble. But I mean, I get it. Like it's confusing. It's contradictory. How can you approve for me to hand out one invitation to one student, but then say that I can't hand out the rest of them because it's a religious event. Either it is or it's not. I know that these situations are not black and white. I know that these scenarios are not black and white. But unpopular opinion, it has to be. Unpopular opinion, we... I, I don't know. I don't know as Christians if we just... Uh, continue to kind of sneak around and do I have her take them and hand them out to kids on the bus or or do I have her or have her take them and hand them out to kids at recess and go about it that way or do we just continue to sneak around or do we do we fight these battles do we fight these battles and say you can't ban this religious uh event or this this uh I don't even, it's not even a, a stand. It's not even anything that, oh, okay, for example, the school allows for students to come and do prayer at the pole, prayer at the flagpole, whenever that happens throughout the year. No restrictions. The school allows for there to be a Bible study club after school. No restrictions. The school allows, like I said, for there to be uh, situations in which it's promoted for the community to pray for other families who are going through tragic events. How confusing, how confusing, how confusing for our children to not be able to have consistency in what is permitted and what is not. So the only thing that I think that I am going to do is just for future reference, um, is contact the principal just to see what the, um, you know, maybe reference the school policy manual, um, just to see what is the actual policy on this type of a situation. Um, you know, like I said, I, I truly believe that our, our children should be allowed to have freedom to express their religious preferences and their, um, and where they, what they believe in in, in the schools and in, in their lives, period. I don't think that those things should be squashed. I don't think that they should be restricted because if she was, and this is going to get touchy, this is going to get dicey. And I, I want to, I want you to know that my heart is respectful and my heart is not like, 
I'm not like a hillbilly redneck saying these types of things, but I'm, I'm saying it in a way that I hope you hear me. If she was any other religion, no one would have shut her down. Or if they would have shut her down, it would have been a major ordeal and it would have been a major fight. It would have turned into a major issue if she was any other religion and had, uh, you know, wanted to invite people to an event for any other religion. I do. I truly believe that it would not have been as a, an issue. It would have been a non-issue. <clears throat> it just feels like, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to get into it. <laughs> I don't care about being offensive, but. I don't, I don't have the knowledge base to take on too much of this, but anyway, that another situation that came up with my son yesterday, and this was just stupid, but, uh, they were making posters about bullying in, in one of his classes, I think one of his, um, art classes or technology or something. And he, uh, he said that he wanted to do something that, I mean, they were being, they were being silly, he and some of his friends, but they wanted to write something like, um, Jesus loves you, Christians don't bully, something along those lines. And again, he was shut down. He was shut down and told that he could not write anything about Jesus, God, Christians, because it was religious and because it was with, within the schools, they were not permitted to do that. So, I don't know. I, I'm I'm saying this, and I don't know what the answer is. I, I don't I don't I don't want my kids to feel restricted on being able to um, live out their faith in their community. I don't, but I also know, you know, I work in a in a field to where I'm not a, permitted necessarily to walk in to a patient's home and and begin to share about my faith. Uh, there have definitely been times to where a patient repeatedly references God or references their faith. And so I will, with their leading, kind of jump into that conversation. But I have restrictions myself. And I know that that's a reality that they're going to face through the, for the rest of their lives. Uh, like I said, my unpopular opinion is that I believe that because the schools have set a precedence of allowing certain religious practices and certain religious holidays and certain religious Christian uh, festivities, I guess I should say, <laughs> and things to happen and it promoted certain, you know, if, if there was, if there was something, uh, we've seen this in our world, when something tragic happens, regardless of a separation of church and state, what's promoted is for people to turn to God and to, and to seek God and to pray and depend on God. So, it ha that's so confusing. It's so confusing to our children to say, there's been this tragic event in our community. Everyone, please pray to God, pray for this family. But yet you can't invite your friends to your, to your church for Easter. It's just very, very contradictory. And so my opinion is we need to allow our children, regardless of what their faith is, regardless of what their religion is, to have freedom to express that part of their lives in whatever, whatever way that looks like. You know, she wasn't um, demanding for anyone to go to, <laughs> to the Easter service with her. She was simply extending an invitation. And so I think, you know, I'm not talking about kids uh, berating other kids because they don't believe the same way that they do. Um, but I am, I'm just saying, 
you know, ha- allowing children to have <clears throat> a free- the freedom to be able to live out that part of their life in a way, um, in a way that lines up with the standards that the schools and the community that I'm in in particular has, have already set as a standard. That's that. I hope I've been clear. I probably haven't. That's pretty normal on my end. But I'd love to hear your thoughts. I'd love to hear your opinions. I'd love to know what you think about this particular topic. I'm at 32 minutes. I'm wrapping it up just like I said I would. A little bit over. But um, send me an email. It's podcast at gmail.com. Let me know what you think. Contact me on Instagram at the same handle. And uh, I'll, I'll look forward to I'll look forward to hearing from you. All right, I'll talk to you later. Bye.